0: hello 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 it's me ruth dance your host of the inspire club podcast welcome welcome back to the inspire club As you know i share the duties with my colleague matt who also is one of the hosts of inspire club and it's always i always say this but it always is my favorite part of the week interviewing inspiring people from all over the world getting to learn about them their lives and also what they think about the world of work as well and just like in the 1990s classic fight club we do have one rule and our one rule is that each guest must share a story of one person that has inspired them along the way putting some positivity out there into the world, thanking someone, maybe someone that even had no idea. It could be a past colleague, it could be anyone, even from the outside of work. So today's guest, I'm really excited. I've just been chatting to Caitlin before we came on air. Uh, Caitlin House, who is the Experience Manager and Executive Assistant. She holds a dual role at Reward Gateway, one of our partners. Caitlin's based in the Boston office, has a beautiful um, accent. We've just been chatting um, backstage about um, how we're both going through the highs and challenges of having two-year-olds. Caitlin has a two-year-old little girl. I have two, nearly two-year-old twins, so she's a little bit ahead of me there um, in telling me all that I've got to look forward to over the next few months. Caitlin's been with Reward Gateway for about Four years now, and has quite an extensive experience working in different areas within HR, um, but always in, always um, geographically based in um, in Boston. Caitlin, how are you? I'm
1: good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for that nice introduction.
0: Oh, it's, a, it's, an absolute, it's an absolute delight. Any mother that also is having a two-year-old and finding the time to record podcasts and also take on a dual role of an executive assistant and experience manager, I am a fan of. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk, to me, talk to me and talk to our listeners a little bit about um, uh, Reward Gateway and what you do for Reward Gateway as well.
1: Yeah, I would love to. So <clears throat> Reward Gateway is an employee engagement company, and we want you uh, to use our platform to engage your people and power your business um, through reward recognition, communications, and surveys. Um So definitely feel free to check our website out to find out more. Um, And then my role at Reward Gateway is um, as an experience manager to really set the tone for our offices and also while we're working virtually. Um, So really just connecting our people and making sure that they have the best experience they can while at work. Um, And then in terms of the executive assistant side, I help support three members of our leadership team. Um, And it's just absolutely wonderful to see how hard they work what they contribute to the business um, and and learning from them so yeah I feel really lucky to be able to have that uh, those two sides of my role.
0: Wow I bet that's been really interesting over the last two years now um, and not only have you been raising a child from birth to the age now that she is but also doing that during a pandemic but more so like Helping people have these positive and inspiring and fulfilling experiences at work when you have not really been able to see them, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I know that there's a lot of Zoom burnout. So it's like, it's really important to be conscious of, you know, bringing people together, but not making them sit on video all day. So my team of experienced managers at Reward Gateway have had, you know, and a lot of experienced managers across the globe have had the hard task of, of keeping our people connected while we're all physically apart. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting past year and a half. <laughs>
0: mm, and something I'm noticing, we we say that we can Well, particularly where I'm based in the UK at the moment, most of us are now vaccinated. But even though we're vaccinated and legally we can see each other and places open up again, mindset has just shifted. And not just shifted temporarily, like it it takes 21 days, is it, to change a habit? I mean, this has been more than 21 days, right? (laughs) Been more like twenty one months, so habits have changed forever. It feels like.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's we so at Reward Gateway, we've always had a flexible working environment, and we've always had different work modes for us to be able to do the best work wherever we are, um, or for the type of work we need to be doing. So what we ended up doing is just. Going all in and and making RG a flexible working company, and then tailoring our work modes to suit people, whether they're in the office or at home. Um, so yeah, you're absolutely right. We're 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 changing how we work, and and it's quite cool. It, it, as long as people are happy, I think that that's the best thing. Mm, absolutely, making sure that
0: people are are happy. And sometimes you you, you you're cool and happy and always don't always go together for people. I must. I must, must, must get onto the first rule of Inspire Club. Um, otherwise I'm gonna slap my own wrists. So it's a so it, the first rule and the only rule we have of Inspire Club is please share a story with us of someone that has inspired you in in the world of work, ideally, but someone that has inspired you and and why.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I came back from maternity leave a little bit over a year ago, and when I came back from maternity leave, I was, I was. Eager to learn more and really get stuck in and somebody that I turned to to be able to kind of grow and learn more and, and get all of the things that I, I had been missing while I was home with my daughter for a year, which was wonderful. But I but I wanted to get back into the into work mode and I was able to um, talked to one of my colleagues, Kat Lewis, and she's our head of comms and engagement. And and I've been meeting with her weekly since returning from maternity leave. And she has continued to inspire me to push my boundaries, think outside the box, explain my why, um, think from a, a more strategic perspective. And I feel like being able to work closely with her, I've just learned so much um and been able to explore different areas of HR that that I'm very passionate about. Um and yeah, I just feel really, really lucky to be able to have her as a sounding board to bounce ideas off of. Um it is always much, much appreciated.
0: Oh, that's amazing, Caitlin. I know I came back from maternity leave after my first son five years ago and then again a year ago after I had my twin twin boys and um, you take a bit of a confidence knock when you have a baby When it comes to the world of work that no one really talks about it's definitely something me and my friends talk about over wine but not something you talk about publicly is i've literally been changing nappies and hiding um for a year now and i'm really scared like i've like my world has changed my body has changed my life has changed my sleeping habits my drinking habits have changed (laughs) like like, absolutely and you go back into that world of work and and you almost have to hide that (laughs) and just be like, hi, I'm
1: back. Like you just took a vacation, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know, just just an extended vacation. And yeah, you're, as a, you know, as a parent off, on leave, you're using a completely different part of your brain. Like, you know, when you want to talk to me about, you know, colors and shapes, I'm all about it. But yeah, coming back from maternity leave, it's like, all right, you have to get back into, you know, the the typical um, style of nine to five. And and yeah, it just looks a little bit different. So it's really nice to have a support system to help you trans- transition back into work.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would question if there's many organisations that are doing that and actually recognising the difference that it makes to um, women in particular who have gone through the kind of the physical and mental change of having a child, whether that's the first time or the second time or twins or whatever it is, um, or you know whatever whatever you go through or even sadly in pregnancy loss as well, like your body goes, your body, your mind, everything goes through a change. That can also be a positive for an employer, right? Like you've got fresh perspectives. You look at the world in a different way now. Like you can really challenge things quite differently as well.
1: You're eager and definitely more resilient. No, your needs are completely different and they drive different things at, at your business and specifically reward gateway notice for returning moms or parents of loss. Like there were needs for different types of benefits. And we actually just recently put in a new, um, policy for people who have have lost a baby unfortunately um so uh, providing them some leave time um and we've been constantly trying to improve on how we reintroduce new parents into the business and and providing them as many supports and we're just listening to our people and and trying to find the best way to do that and uh yeah i feel really lucky that reward gateway creates space uh for those types of benefits
0: yeah that is really good and I and i'm really happy to see lots of organizations starting just starting but starting to follow suit in that across the globe um it's really good to start to recognize that as uh not the archaic way of thinking which is people are having children therefore it's going to hurt my business but actually it's presenting opportunities untapped talent (laughs) um and people in different ways which which is so good you talked about um how you have been encouraged to talk about your my why and share your my why. So what is your my why? Like, what is it that drives you every day?
1: Yeah. Um. So I always am driven by the people that I'm around. Reward Gateway just has wonderful people that I feel so lucky to work with. And so I'm inspired by them and, and driven to create a really great Experience for them every single day. Um, so yeah, so I I love getting up and and planning events and different activities and creating an office space that just feels like home. Um, and and yeah, it, it's seeing seeing our people happy is is definitely what motivates me on a daily basis.
0: I mean, what a, what a purpose, right? Seeing other people happy, making other people's days like. That's the kind of thing I hear in hospitals and, and I, it's just it's, well, not in a positive way, you know, when you can make a difference in people's lives and you can see that you're making a difference in people's lives, whether that's their working life, their home life, their health life. I mean that is that is such an amazing um such an amazing purpose. Let's let's talk a bit more about though you like what is the best experience you have ever had rather you talk you talk about a lot about how you're creating experiences with other people but what's the best experience you've ever had at work?
1: Yeah that's um so something that I've recently done was planned our so we just transitioned out of our season three into season four at Reward Gateway and we have new investors and it's a really exciting time and to be able to commemorate that um that transition in our journey, we threw a season three celebration and it was the first time that I was able to plan an event in person. And I was really able to use like my creativity for this event. It wasn't, you know, vendor management or, you know, workspace planning. It was, it was getting to, to create a beautiful space and work with vendors that had been struggling over the past year and a half. And, and, you know, help bring them and, and advertise their services. Um, so it felt really, really wonderful to coordinate a wonderful party, which obviously I, I've brought this up, but you know, which was for our people, but I felt really lucky to be able to, to be creative and, and work with different inspiring, like a lot of the businesses I use were, were, uh, run by women and, um, yeah, it was just, it was so fun. The event was wonderful. People had so much fun and I just, really thoroughly enjoyed planning all of it and then also reaping the benefits of of having a really fun party as well because that was fun for me too
0: <laughs> Oh, Kaylin, I need to get myself to Boston
1: yeah
0: sort out my vaccine vaccine passport and get myself over it. it sounds like you had a great time I'm insanely envious of any party at the moment
1: <laughs> I know, we, we like got it at the perfect time in, in July when things were really like settled down. Unfortunately, things have changed a bit now, but it was like the perfect time to get everybody together where it was safe. And that was really lovely.
0: That's great. It's great. We've obviously referenced quite a lot already around what's been going on over the last couple of years. But um, what do you think is a major priority for workplaces at the moment?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, obviously, is is making sure that your people are feeling safe. There's so many unknowns right now. So making people feel comfortable and, and helping them, uh, you know, I hate to say this, this new normal um, is really, really important. Um so yeah, I'm I'm just constantly talking to our people and and seeing where their heads are at, like whether you want to come into the office or you're not quite ready yet. We just want to make sure that we're creating an an environment at home or in the office that caters to everybody's needs. Um, and then specifically at Reward Gateway, we're growing um, our teams quite uh, quite a lot and. And the onboarding part of that is really, really important as well. So really figuring out how we can best support people as they start with the reward gateway, which is exciting. Yeah, really, really good. So creating these
0: safe environments for people, whether that's psychologically safe, mentally safe, physically safe, um, but that's down to in, that's down to individuals' needs. Uh, not just what you what you think um, as an organization but also onboarding as well getting onboarding right makes a huge difference and um, we talk about first impressions and how much they count and they do count so much to getting that right at the start of someone's career with you
1: totally imposter syndrome is real <laughs> you want to feel comfortable <laughs> make people feel as comfortable as possible <laughs> what's the best advice you've ever been given <laughs> um so simple in theory, harder in practice and it's from my wonderful mother. Um but obviously there's that whole element of controlling the controllables, but when there's when there's things that, that you cannot control, they're going to happen whether you worry about them for hours or days, um or you can just sit back and and let, you know, things happen. Um, and so, yeah, so it's just that, that reminder that whether you worry or not, things are going to happen. Uh, so you might as well just not spend as much time worrying. So it's, it's simple, like I said, but, but a lot harder in practice. So it's a constant, something that I constantly remind myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm with you on that. I've run a few sessions through our academy on the circles of control, which is really similar. Like we spend a lot of time worrying and focusing on energy and efforts and, talking whinging bitching moaning about things that we cannot do anything about they're happening anyway and we cannot do anything about them like i can't influence what the kardashians are wearing um you know there's so many things that we just uh, i mean that's obviously a bit more of a joke but there are so many things that we we can't influence in life i certainly couldn't influence the fact that i had twins on my second child and um, but it's going to happen anyway, and it's someone somewhere believed that that was going to happen for me, so let's let's get on with it. <laughs> exactly. Might as well just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not really what my husband said that day, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you can only do so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the
0: same in work as well, right? Like, things are going to happen if we spend so much time worrying about something rather than actually taking actions and doing something that's it's not creating positive hormones and positive experiences for ourselves or for other people either. Yeah. Such good advice. Thank you, Caitlin's mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks mom. Um, what do you think is a really important quality in a leader?
1: Um, I think that being honest and transparent is, is Something I really admire about a lot of the leaders at Reward Gateway, um, it lets people kind of know where they stand and takes that guessing game out of it, which is really lovely. I think something that I also really, really value in a leader is their ability to develop their people and their teams. I think people are always, you know, if you have a good team that wants to learn and grow and you um, help nurture that, you know, you you can be unstoppable. And I think that that's a really great, great quality.
0: Yeah, someone that's really nurturing, really wants to develop, and also someone that's really honest and open, and truly honest and open. <laughs> I think you can, you can see that I'm telling you the truth. I really want to be open with you all, but you can tell that
1: they're really not being open. Like, it's hard. It's a lot harder than than it seems.
0: Yeah, and it is really hard for leaders as well. It can make them feel vulnerable and. Um, open to criticism and open to stumbling but actually when you're truly authentic it makes such a difference in how people communicate with you and what you get out of them and everything yeah I completely completely agree with you on that is there anyone that you'd like to swap jobs with even if it was just for a day
1: yeah, I think okay, so I think it would be really fun. Like this is completely out of the HR world, but I think it would be really fun to swap positions with a florist for a day. I love like I love having flowers around my house and 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 you know, playing around with the colors and and um it just adds like a nice little bright part to your to a room and I think it would be so fun to get to play around with flowers for the day and like decorate p- people's weddings and and things like that um so that could be fun
0: wow playing around with flowers for a day
1: <laughs> yeah like right? why not
0: <laughs> yeah that that does sound fun and I'm always alarmed at how much um money and how much people spend on flowers and and I've I've said this I mean I've been with my husband now for like I don't know like maybe 17 years or something but um he, he's probably bought me flowers in that time twice yeah i mean i mean that would be a maximum so but whenever I question him on why don't you buy me flowers like other people buy flowers for their partners um he's like he's like he's like but they just die like you just look at them and they die and uh, yeah he's He's not (laughs) wrong yeah he's not wrong but they bring so much joy as well don't they (laughs) yeah yeah just like a fun little thing yeah (laughs) Um, how do you stay so productive I mean you're a mother to a two-year-old you've got two jobs on the go you're dealing with lots of moving parts you're setting up events how do you what's your productivity trick
1: I wish I had this like super exciting thing that no one's ever heard of before but of course like your standard like list, love crossing off tasks on a list. But I think when, I, when I'm when i organizing my lists or organizing my days, I try to tackle the things that I like am least excited about. I tend to have more um, energy in the morning. So I'll like, I'll tackle those first. And then when you know you have a little bit more of a lull in energy, you can get into the things that you find more enjoyable. And I think that That makes for an easier day. But yeah, I love crossing off tasks on a list. Like, (laughs) it's always so satisfying.
0: I don't know why I've got visions of like your list instead of bullet points, they're
1: like pretty little flowers now. If I had if I had the time to like decorate a nice like checklist, I would. But no, they're just your standard lines. Your <laughs> no standard lines.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah eat, eat, uh, doing the thing that scares you the most, or doing the thing that is the most, um, the thing that you're going to procrastinate the most, getting that done first thing in the morning. That is that that theory, that um that book, that video. Eat your frog. Because otherwise, it's just it's just gonna grip it at you all day, and it's so. does. I even find that in my in my um in my home life as well. Like, like I really, you will probably like find this quite alarming. But I think it was maybe six thirty a.m. today. I was cleaning the windows, like just who who likes cleaning their windows? <laughs> but they were co- they were covered in fingerprints from the three kids. I needed to do it before I got them all out to school and nursery and I started my work day. And they've been bothering me. They've been gribbing at me like a load of frogs. So yeah, get the get the thing that scares you or bothers you the most, whether that's a difficult conversation with someone in your team. It's a really boring report that you've got to produce. Um, Maybe even questioning why you've got to do that report in the first place and actually challenging someone on something, you know, getting those things done first in the morning is a really good productivity trick. So lists and eating frogs for you, Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are you learning anything at the moment? Um, so we're really like, so I I brought this up earlier in the conversation, but we're really focusing on as a team, like, our why and our strategy and that's just been really really wonderful i think that so often you'll put a ton of work into a project especially within hr like our customers are our people and so if we're investing a ton of work into a project and then we're putting it out to our people if we didn't do a good enough job of sharing our why or sharing our strategy then all of that work could just be completely missed because people don't understand why we are doing it. Um, so I've been, I, we, as a team and and myself like learning a ton from my team members, just to really focus on like the strategic reasons and the why bef- behind all of our work um, is just going to make us better and better, I think, or I hope.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I do find lots of us, we don't spend enough time, regularly going back to our why like we might go to a workshop or have a coaching session or have some kind of like deep reflective time in our life or in our career where we really work on what is our why and we'll feel motivated and energized and we'll start to do things against that uh, or towards that sorry towards our why, but then we don't go back to it we don't like re, re, revisit it and say what is my why? Am I doing things that are aligned to that? So it's great that you're doing that.
1: And when you're so close to a project, like you know the why because it's your project. It's in your brain. But unless you put it out and constantly check yourself, like you said, go back to it, um, by the end of your project, it might be all jumbled up and the people that you're presenting it to may completely miss the mark because you didn't do a good enough job explaining your why. So yeah, it's a good thing to remember.
0: This, this um, conversation around what you're learning at the moment, it leads me into my next question, which is part of our quick fire round, which is
1: um, instead of you learning, if you were a teacher, what would you teach? Um, I think anthropology would be really fun.
0: Wow, nice. So you'd be an anthropology teacher by day, florist by evening?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: and a, and a mom at some point in that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, are you an early bird, a night owl, or have you got no choice anymore?
1: I know. I feel like it's like no choice. <laughs> I I'm up early, um, but sometimes I do that. Like I stay up too late because it's like my only quiet time. Mm. So now it's a little bit different. But a usually early bird. <laughs> Yeah, you, it sounds like you're
0: more productive in the mornings as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what song, so we ask everyone who comes to Inspire Club, um, what song really fires them up and gets them going? And then we put that into our Inspire Club Spotify
1: playlist. So, Kaitlyn, which song really energizes you? Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, so I have to think about this. So I have, like, I have my, like, go-to, like, always listen to, like, uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles. Like, that's, like, just a good background, like, love to listen to. I need to think about this specific song. Um, can we come back to that one? Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, okay. Or, or I'm going to choose one off that album for you. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Well, you could do, like, Little Help
1: um, off that album. That would be
0: good. Uh, okay. L- Little Help um from the Beatles yeah okay got it got it right that's going to be added into the to our Inspire Club Spotify playlist um what about um is there anything that you can share with us that's funny that's happened to you recently that's that's like faith that's safe for Inspire Club <laughs>
1: yeah um I have a toddler so like every day and she's two so she's learning to talk a ton and like stringing sentences together so like everything is funny that she says um the other day and she's starting to create sentences the other day I was doing a big like clean out of my closet and she walks into my room and she goes what's going on in here and it was just like what are you do like she's just I don't know she just has those the like common like just how she comments on everything is just always cracks me up
0: <laughs> oh that is so funny I mean this probably isn't clean but I'm gonna share it anyway um like one of my twins walked in on me when I was in the bathroom the other day and he just stood there and went "Mummy,
1: where's your willy gone <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my gosh all the like all the autonomy yeah like all the anatomy conversations is uh is uh interesting <laughs> There we go. I should probably
0: put Inspire Club with some sort of rating, some sort of censor. Like <laughs> um,
1: okay. Um, have you got a favourite film? Um. Yeah, Little Women probably has to be at the top. The nineteen ninety four version. The newer one is good, but you gotta go with that one. Oh, the originals of everything are
0: always better, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, but the new ones just not as good. Like, just not. not the originals are always the best.
1: Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> is there
0: something you've done that you would never do again?
1: <laughs> um. High school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that's a long period, Caitlin.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I think know, maybe more I like mean. maybe more like you ate something and you didn't like it.
1: But I mean, this is this is a big chunk of your life, <laughs> <laughs> which was wonderful. But I would never want to go back to it. Yeah, yeah, true, true, <laughs> true. Um,
0: I'm guessing you've not been very many places over the last couple of years. But where where's the best place you've ever visited?
1: Um, so I always, my husband's from the UK, so we end up going back to back there quite frequently. And obviously it's really lovely to be able to just hop over to other countries. That's something that we don't experience in the U.S. being so big. Um, but a place that I always want to go back to is the Netherlands. Like I love Amsterdam. Um, It just is such a good, like I just get really great vibes from there. And it's definitely a place that I could live if ever given the opportunity
0: yeah I've I've, I've I've been out there for work a few times over the years and i was also super surprised by amsterdam so like, yeah i think i'd only ever thought of it as like bachelor parties um and like hash and everything like you hadn't really ever in the red light district but never really realized the people the food the the um, architecture, the everything, it's just such an, such an amazing place. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, okay, last question. Um, probably the most important question for us, because this is the only way we keep Inspire Club going, is who, and this could be anyone, you don't even have to have met them, it could be anyone at all, who would you like to nominate
1: to be a guest on Inspire Club? I mean, if it was somebody I haven't met, like Beyonce. <laughs> um, I can ask her. I'm just, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I mean, I have to shout out my colleagues, Will and Evo. They're the, the experience managers in London, in Bulgaria, and they are just inspiring and wonderful to work with. So I, I've got to call them out. Will and Evo. Yeah. Okay. Will and Evo, we're coming for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They would be great interviews. <laughs>
0: Oh, And I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Like every, everything from the things two-year-olds shouldn't say through to floristry, through to the world of work. I've really, really, really enjoyed it. Thank you for being an amazing guest today on, um, on the Inspire Club. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really, I, this was awesome. Yeah. Well, good luck for the rest of your day um i'm i'm clocking off on the school run now whereas caitlin's just getting started on her day um i'm hoping this wasn't your worst task of the day and starting off with eating your frogs if you haven't done it yet go and go and eat your frogs
1: (laughs) yeah it's really just about timing
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah caitlin thank you so much thank you to the team at reward gateway thank you to you caitlin and stay tuned for another episode